This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And we're back for another episode of Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hello. Ken, Ken, Ken. <laughs> I don't get a song. Happy Happy Friday, everyone. Yeah. I don't have a playful song for you yet. Yet yeah, it's been two years. <laughs> I demand a song, Cody. Okay. Yeah. I told you you were the hero that I needed. <laughs> what was that? When, not that I, not the hero I wanted, but the hero I needed earlier. Because of the mask that I was yeah, wearing earlier. You were my mask crusader coming in to do work. All right, all right, that works. That works. Fine Just felt off. a little offended. But. Snapping, okay. snapping necks and cashing checks. <laughs> I'll find, I'll find you a song. I hope so. I would like that very much. <laughs> Um, so what have we got on the agenda for today, gentlemen? An action-packed, fully stocked, ready, loaded Yeah, I would say podcast? so. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. excited because she actually watched the movie she was supposed yes, to watch. Yes, I did! <laughs> did she actually? I watched it. Wow. I mean, we can jump right into that no if you like. No anxiety this week at all. <laughs> That's jo- tune in next week to watch the anxiety ridden Cody <laughs> yeah, yeah. remember that she forgot then to we'll watch. start it all over <laughs> yeah. as she was supposed yeah. to he should have heard me last week when i was going through our notes like what are we going to talk about and then i got to the part and i was like oh no you're like oh god <laughs> just just a week <laughs> oh no out of her office like yeah. she fell down a well <laughs> i let it escape out of my mind honestly i wasn't even thinking about that part of our show now i just oh. I don't know. It just slipped my mind. So I was, this is a very big surprise for me. I was so ready. I was like, <laughs> no one's going to get me this week. <laughs> well, congratulations. I don't know if I could stomach any more good fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Not this week. Well, Vertigo couldn't have been as bad as good fellas, <sighs> right? It was so boring. <laughs> it was so slow <laughs> and boring. And none of the characters are good. They're all just sad, pathetic people. All of them. The only one that got away okay in the end was the murderer. <laughs> yeah, true. He's living life off his his deceased wife's, you know, family fortune. Mm-hmm. He's fine. The murderer is the best character. Maybe in he it. was the hero all along. <laughs> <laughs> He's the smartest one in that movie. He's the hero A little bit, needed yeah. in that movie. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, we can talk about that later. <laughs> I mean, this oh, could have been the conversation terrible. right now. Sounds like we already talked about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So I. <laughs> Another I, classic I watched, that Cody just throws down the garbage chute. <laughs> yeah, watched Vertigo. <laughs> and I had no idea what it was about at all. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought there would be more tall buildings. But the, all the buildings people get thrown off of are pretty short. <laughs> I mean, they all die when they throw them yeah. off. But they're tall enough. They're tall I enough guess, to but kill it's someone. Like a, it's a bell tower. Come on. It's a Spanish mission bell tower. No, it could have been a pretty high tower. You never know. I don't know. You're judging it from a distance. So this this is what I don't like about each of the characters. Poor (laughs) Midge, who is just so in love with Johnny or Scotty or whatever his name was. And, um, And she just pines after him and she doesn't live her life. And she just is his little best friend and puppy until he finally loses it. And then she's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, you kind of wasted your life, Midge. So I did like Midge a lot. Really? I I mean, I felt for her. I felt bad. I just, I was so. It was her own doing, but I felt bad. And then she put, paints herself in the painting and then 
like has a freak out when he doesn't think it's funny. And I'm like, oh, Midge, he was never going to think that was funny. Like, <laughs> Honestly, even I saw the pain. And I was like, oof. Yeah. Oof, Awkward Midge. and rough. <laughs> oh, Take Midge. a hint, buddy. <laughs> and then, what was his name? Johnny? I, I actually don't Johnny, remember right? what his name is. Scotty was his nickname because yeah. he was Scottish. Okay, well, <laughs> he sounded like, the whole time he talks, he sounds like he's just had dental surgery and has cotton in his mouth. That's... I love the way he talks. Oh. I love it. <laughs> it's so a part of the it's so a part of the time and it just it sucks you right into the movie. How does love that it. man who is old, he is way older than the women in his life, get two oh, yeah. women to just fall in love with him and he has nothing going for him. He's got that charisma. <laughs> he does no no body, no charisma, he just he, he, no he original ca- thoughts. Yeah, he goes catatonic no for an thoughts. unspecified amount of time. Yeah. Like you don't know if it's It's three, a year. Is, was it a year? Yeah, it's, it's a year. Yeah. yeah. It's, is it exactly one year? Yeah. <laughs> 365 days. It was a quick line, but I think they did say about a year. It was a year. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But I agree, they did gloss over that pretty quickly. So I'm like, mm, slips, I can slips into mania. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I can see why you were used in this murder plot. Mm-hmm. You dumb, dumb guy. I was gonna say a curse word right there. <laughs> okay, then then we have the then we have the bad husband guy who actually murdered his wife. And, and threw, her dead, threw her dead body off he the bell tower. He her dead body up there. <laughs> in the suit. Oh. <laughs> like, no one would notice that the body was super cold instantly. Rigamortis probably had set in. And now she might have been off. smelly by then. But, okay, plot hole. We won't go the plot holes there. I am not currently divorced. Yeah. But knowing people who are... <laughs> I could see why and how he got the energy, like a, a mother lifting the car off her off her young. Like, you know? so, like, so excited. He, just, he was so excited to throw his already dead wife's body off of that thing. Like, he was Money! like, he probably jogged up those stairs. He's yeah. <laughs> like, let's do this. He yes. felt the weight off his shoulders. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, he threw it off. Oh, and gosh. I love when he's telling the guy at the beginning about the story and he's like, she just want, goes off into these planes. So I need you to follow her. But it's it's okay. We're happily married and very in love. Like who's, who happily married and very much in love has somebody follow their wife? I'm like that should well, have been you red would flag. think him yeah. until mm. turn of events. <laughs> red flag number one. Ken saying to his wife, "No one ever, <laughs> no one's ever followed you. No, ever. <laughs> it's happily married. Happily and in married love with their wife. Totally so, ha- so happy. <laughs> yeah, never been followed. And then we'll get to the wife." Or Judy, some poor Kansas girl coming to San Francisco trying to make it big. What a job she had. Falls in love with this ruthless businessman, becomes his mistress, and then falls in love with a dopey guy that gets caught up in their murder plot. (laughs) And then a nun scares her and she falls off the clock tower Mm -hmm. or bell tower. Gosh. I I get it. I went to Catholic school. Nuns are scary. (laughs) Her changing just, I, herself I love... though for that guy, being like, "Why, why you? I know I look like her, but why are you doing this?" Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> no, just on a whim. Just so much I abusive, did... emotional, abusive things. Going I did on. love how the nun was so unfazed when she was up on the clock tower. She just <laughs> flies off. She's like, 
Not another one. Oh. All right, I'll oh, ring you the bell. again. <laughs> yeah. Another dead woman. Another one fell off. I'm what surprised you, you made do? it all the way up here this time. <laughs> it's like those doctors in Russia jumping out of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> How many times does this happen? Well, like four times this week. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why this keeps happening. <laughs> it's an off week for them. I just like to stand in this corner and scare yeah. people when they get too close to the edge. Gosh. I will say, watching the movie now with when it comes to like all the love stuff, it's definitely toxic. That is. Yeah. <laughs> So Plain, toxic. simply toxic. Might have been a different time. Might have been romantic I, in that time. One of my time. favorite lines was <laughs> when they went to the bookshop and the bookseller was telling them about Carlotta and the whole history. And he's like, you could do that to a woman back then. Just use them and leave them. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you could do that to women in that in the 30s when this was made. <laughs> or the 40s or whatever. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's happening in the I plot. Guess, I guess they were trying to be more ahead of the times that it backfired you could do that to women back then <laughs> the librarian's like as he All right. smokes <laughs> inside the bookstore <laughs> yeah that was oh. cody and i were very excited to see uh hail caesar when it came out yeah three years ago the George oh, yeah communist movie and it starts off with uh josh brolin Slapping the hell out of some oh, actress, yeah. just right. beats the hell out of her front hand, backhand, and that sets the tone for a movie that is a comedy. After that, yeah, <laughs> he slaps her silly for thirty seconds. I and think that part was from, supposed to be funny. From then on, it's a comedy. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay, we got the slapstick out of the way. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. Okay. So. so Cody's on to her next big adventure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna culture this, you up yet, baby. This is not fun. One of these you gotta stick the landing on. One of these I, you gotta like. Okay, for this next one, since you stuck it out with Vertigo, you did such a good job. We're gonna let you pick okay. your own off the list, all one hundred. You gotta Ooh. go through and see what works. Why for do you. we have to be off this list? Because these are the list. top. Movies. We're gonna we have to pick a list. Okay, so this is the list we're using. What but do you want to do? Something you haven't seen. So. Any Hall, <laughs> Easy Rider, <laughs> Platoon, um, Sophie's Choice. Oh God. There's no. Goodfellas again. Uh, no. King Kong, 1933. I don't like King Kong because I seen that. I've seen the end where they shoot him, and I I just don't like that. I saw Bringing Up Baby. You might like Bringing Up Baby. Um, A streetcar named Desire. Something else for you to fall asleep <laughs> during. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh no, we'll look at it. That we've got to try to stomach the original Blade Runner. Is that on the list? It is. It is. Number ninety seven out of Man, if you thought saying the rain was long. (laughs) Is Blade Runner long? Oh, the director's cut's like almost four hours. Okay. What on the list is short? Let's start there. (laughs) Singing in the rain? With a whopping eighty four minutes. What is the shortest? We're gonna have to find we'll we'll do some more diligence on this. It's definitely not Doctor Strange Love. <laughs> or, uh, Honestly, Goodfellas is still long. Yeah, it's still long too. We'll we'll do some digging. Godfather, very short, very short. Apocalypse Now, it's probably it probably comes right under four and a half hours. I think <laughs> this is the worst list. <laughs> it's supposed to be the best list. <laughs> this is the worst list. Speaking of the worst list, we have the list of all of our postponed movies to go through. Yes, Cody. Worst of the worst. Let us happen. Okay. Let it, let it, let it go. Let's well, now we're, to be fair, we're scraping the barrel on postponed films now. So nothing that I feel like anybody's really missing out on, but. No offense. 
No offense. <laughs> what do you mean? Barb and Star is on here. I cannot wait. Barb and Star go to Vista, Vista Del, Del Mar. Mar. Yep, moved to July of 2021. Spiral moved to May of 2021. The High Note is going to Video on Demand. Fatal it moved to October of um, this year. Fatal. There's an E on the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fatal. 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 Uh, I would pronounce it the it's, same it's, way. It's, it's, it's the Mortal Kombat sequel. Is Fatality. Fatality. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would I watch that. I watched a video game uh, tra- trailer for the new Mortal Kombat game. I'm like, this looks so good. <laughs> I don't want to play that game, but I I would be excited for a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like killing, like, if that's all you do in the game is just kill each other. I'm, pretty sure, sure, yeah. I'm I, pretty sure it's in production in Australia right now. It'd be awesome. I think that is right. Yeah. You know, probably from Paramount. Um, Warner Brothers owns the rights. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Paramount. Annabella moved to August of this year. Paramount's The Trial of Chicago 7 moved to September. And Roadside's The Courier moved to August of this year. So, good. So, there's one, two, three, four. Four. Still in this year. Yeah, lots of Lionsgate <laughs> titles kind of move to end of 2020, beginning of 2021. But uh, surprisingly, there's movies actually being placed in the second half of this year so hey progress Lionsgate is trying to settle again into their sweet spot of august september october yeah but now they've got to compete with paramount and warner brothers and disney they're like oh darn it oh yeah the fall we're good in the fall until wonder woman comes out (laughs) at the same time yeah shoot well they're like now it's enough time for us to get our house in order because there's some restructuring going on for hopeful sale they keep saying that Lionsgate is one of those studios to get picked off by a bigger one but now with the virus i don't know if that's going to happen disney's having a hard enough time stomaching all these fox products that have been finished yeah (laughs) on top of that'd be the most unlike disney buys Lionsgate and throws it in the trash (laughs) (laughs) just Just to get it off the release schedule just to get them out of their way yeah Because they took a weekend they wanted. We'll just buy them and throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is in news? They're, uh, Cody's favorite director. Yeah, Taika Waititi is going to make a Star Wars movie. Eventually. Maybe. Sometime. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I mean, it sure this made... keeps him from making more of what we do in the shadows. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> that is true. I was worried that he still isn't going to do other projects, but... Yeah, where they're Disney. actually good and funny. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Well, for Star Wars people, this has got to drive them absolutely crazy because they just want J.J. Abrams to make all of the Star Wars movies moving forward, right? Well, I, I don't hated, want. I don't want him to touch another Star they Wars hated movie. Brian Johnson, though, right? I would. They hated gl- everyone. <laughs> they hated everyone, but I would gladly take Brian Johnson back than know, have J.J. But- Abrams. That Rise of Skywalker is just so so bad. I can't go back. <laughs> It True. So disappointing. There's, you know, and I, I thought it, after first seeing it, I was a little excited. I liked some things, but now that time has gone on and during COVID-19, if I can't even bring myself to be like, yay, Star Wars, then yeah. <laughs> you ruined it for me. <laughs> you ruined it. I do think this will make Star Wars fans happy because everyone loves Taika. 
I don't know a single person that's like, oh, what a bad director. Right. Like no, Disney hired him because they knew everyone likes him and he's done so well for Disney. So I mean, I thought Ragnarok makes sense. was okay, but I hated how they blew up yeah. the but, planet. And so I'm like, oh, what are we going to blow up in Star Wars now? Mode, I don't I, think that's Taika's first idea. It's like, what am I going to blow up this time? What am I going to ruin and com- completely So <laughs> who's your Star Wars director? Who do you want? Who's the person? I think Taika. I want. <laughs> I think I want a completely unknown, just storyteller based. I have a thought on this. Okay. I mean what that is, is that was Taika before Ragnarok. What, just saying. What's the most <laughs> iconic scene from Star Wars? It's I am your father. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the most iconic scene. Yeah. But that may be one of the biggest twists in film history. Okay. Like agreed. Yeah. Who also does the best twists in film history? M. Night Shyamalan? And M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> Star Wars. Where you have, I mean, he, he's not even grounded in reality. And then you add Star Wars on top of it. Like, all of a sudden, there's magic in Star Wars universe. Then Mark yeah. Wahlberg's getting run over by a lawnmower. <laughs> and there's a werewolf. It would be amazing. Bruce Willis comes in. Yeah. Turns out he's a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's in a wheelchair, and then he stands up. It's very confusing. But it would make for an entertaining Star Wars movie, <laughs> yeah. I gotta say. Nothing outside the box here. Uh. <laughs> that, just, that just made her cringe completely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want George Lucas back now. <laughs> yeah. just so, she's so this desperate, she wants George Lucas back. <laughs> I want him to come back. He's not coming back, Cody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would take him back. Taika is starting from I scratch. I actually go back and watch. The prequels. I just having such a hard time going back and <laughs> I mean, wanting to watch Rise of Skywalker. You don't have to watch Rise of Skywalker. Oof. No one's making you. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, welcome aboard the ship, but yeah. <laughs> no one's making you here. I actually, I hate this because I hated um, Last Jedi so much because that they made old man Luke Skywalker so bitter and he died at the end. And now that you got worse, a taste of worse, you're like, you know what? Ryan Johnson made some good points. I could go, probably go back to that. He made some good points. Luke should have been cranky. He should have just done the ninth one. Or Colin Trevorrow should have just done the ninth one the way he wanted it. Script did sound pretty good. It did sound really good. Yeah. So much better. The guy who redid Jurassic Park and called it Jurassic World? Yeah. I take that guy. <laughs> so Jurassic bad. World was a fun time. It was good. It was the same movie. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> but it had an Indominus Rex. A genetically hybrid T-Rex. Because <laughs> a genetic hybrid T-Rex from before was just not genetically hybrid enough. Well, now you're sounding like the writers who did Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, take okay. it down. That's, that's what it's sounding like now. Cross the line. <laughs> yeah, that's where you do when cross the bigger line. bigger and more dangerous. Yeah. Volcano? Yeah, volcano. <laughs> <laughs> What's Blow it all up. What's more dangerous than a dinosaur? Volcano? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, with Taika, it makes sense why they hired him. Oh, there, yeah. And there's I nothing known about this movie, but I have confidence in him. I will get him. really excited about the next Star Wars movie when I have time. But I'm just not, like Rise of Skywalker really dampened it for me. I'm just, I'm not excited. No, I still feel Star Wars fatigued a bit, I don't for even sure. want to play the Lego Star Wars game with the kids. Because oh. I don't, oh, no. I just don't want to. <laughs> I've I mean, not even fine. watched Mandalorian. <laughs> Cause I just, I mean, you, were you gonna anyway? No, <laughs> but I've not done that's, it. Uh, all right. 
Because <laughs> I will not get Disney Plus, but if it ever comes out <laughs> later. So what? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't I don't have that enthusiastic like, oh, I really should get it. Like it hasn't worn me down to be like, I'll spend the $8 for Disney Plus Sure. Yet. Yeah. So I'm fatigued on that. What we would we be got? more excited if we weren't Star Wars fatigued. I yeah. think that's what we're getting at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe I'm just all virus fatigued. Like <laughs> nothing sounds good right now. I'm not super excited for anything. Maybe Wonder Woman. I'm glad she's coming back. Me too. I'm actually kind of strangely excited for Top Gun. And I didn't think I would How like that. not be excited for that? <laughs> I was going to say, Ken, aren't you really excited for Top Gun? I am so excited. <laughs> Just Tom Cruise. Yes. Speaking of Tom Cruise. I, I, oh, you beat me by a second. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Gentlemen, I think let's talk Tom Cruise. The greatest idea in the history of filmmaking. Yeah. Second only to M. Night Shyamalan, Star Wars 10. Nope. Uh, is Tom Cruise is teaming with NASA, SpaceX, and is going to film a movie exclusively in outer freaking space. Do you think it's going to be a Mission Impossible movie? It could be a Mission Probable. It could be... Him sitting there floating in outer space doing yoga. I do not care. Could, I'm so excited. Could be Top Gun 3. Could be any of his movies. Space Force Top Gun? Yeah. <laughs> it could be that elf movie that you love that he's in. Far and Away? Is that the one? No, that's or, the one, the Irish one. Well, it, oh, could, it could be Far and Away in outer yeah, space. Legend? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that? I would still watch that. Legendary? Legend? I don't know. I don't... Well, Obviously, I don't love the elf movie. I just remember him being in it. <laughs> Seeing the headlines for this, I was like, oh, of course he would. <laughs> yes. Like, there's nothing surprising. Right. I'm just surprised that it's not for Mission Impossible. That's exactly yeah. what I said to I Cody. Just, if you could pick an actor who was going to film a movie in actual outer space, who would it be? If you had to guess who was going to do it? First, it would be Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. And then I would just assume Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Just because he's that big, yeah, he like technically was in outer space. <laughs> He'd be excited to do it. No, Tom Cruise I, or Dwayne Johnson, both, both, right? I, um, my first thought was, I don't think Tom. I think Tom Cruise sits down and he's like, I want to be the greatest actor, not on talent, just on pure <laughs> balls. Balls. I'm the greatest actor ever. I mean, he does love the movie going experience. He does love giving people right. like. You know, some realism you, and to like feel those action moments for sure. Do you think there's this idea that if he goes to outer space, like his ligaments will stretch out and he'll be like 5'10 when he comes back? So he's thinking about that too. Oh, you know, that's a dream yeah. of his. <laughs> you know, that's what he's thinking. <laughs> Come back like way taller. <laughs> I just wonder what studio is going to be attached to this because I don't think there is one yet. But I don't know who would be like, sure, we'll give you millions of dollars. Or what to company's going to insure it? That too. It's like one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Like, I'm sure insurance to do any movie with him is probably a lot. Through the roof. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm just going to fly you to space on yeah. a SpaceX rocket. <laughs> Has SpaceX rockets really been viable? Is I like, have no idea. Yeah. No, or, they've. Or do they have to still go releasing. with the Russian ones? No, they're releasing their new shuttle this year that NASA's going to use. Okay. 2020 is the year they're going to introduce their the new Space shuttle. The Space Force shuttle? And Boeing has their shuttle, and so it's going to be, it's going to be a reasonably reliable mode of transportation for them to get there and back. But to put somebody who's worth half a billion dollars on it and is the face of a, literally a face of a religion, yeah, 
And then all of a sudden, maybe that's so, who's insuring something it. happens and he blows up in the heavens. <laughs> like this, it's not going to end well. But I will watch the hell out of this movie, no matter what it is. It could be Ben Hur in space, and I'll watch it. Is Ben Hur a long movie? So we're going to find out. Oh no, I haven't picked one yet. Just asking. It is on the list though, so good catch. Good catch. <laughs> is any Tom Cruise films on the top 100? Days of Thunder. <laughs> The racing one? <laughs> no, it's not on there. But if you watch oh. it, I'll give you a pass for the week. <laughs> Tempting. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. She's like, anything? Like, anything? It's turning into torture, Cody, with a movie. Is it 90 week. minutes? I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, yeah. Beyond Shadow of Death, that was the best news this week was yeah. Tom Cruise. In outer freaking space. It was a news we needed. Let's be real. <laughs> we needed that pick-me-up. All of us did. Yeah. And I really hope this happens. There's really not a lot of other news. So that was that was the fun stuff. Otherwise, it's Sony and IMAX are going to partner to release um, films with it, IMAX Enhanced. Is this a new streaming service? I'm trying to... I was trying to figure that out. I can't tell if this is a new streaming service or if they're using IMAX enhanced uh, like technology an to uh, make their movies more enhanced for streaming services. But they were saying that this is going to be starting with like new and upcoming releases. I wonder if it's an app that goes along with it. Yeah, can, I get, get... can I get an IMAX on my normally sized phone right. <laughs> so I can experience my normally sized phone <laughs> video in IMAX somehow? No, I meant like an app like you watch the movie and then punch in this code and get bonus content maybe like uh if you but you have to have an imax related code if you could do this like plop it in and go into vr it'd be cool to get an imax perspective of a film from virtual reality that aren't scared of heights sure yeah imax (laughs) would be fine if you're sitting in a theater watching it i like to see you in virtual reality (laughs) no thank you yeah Awesome. Would you have a fear of virtual reality? No, I don't no. like heights. He doesn't like heights. So she would automatically put me on the top of a building. Oh, yeah, super and high. I, and I don't like snakes, so there'd be a snake <laughs> behind me pushing me off the building. It's like, That's pick exa- your poison. That was exactly <laughs> what would happen. That's the first thing. She she would torture me would. immediately. I would do it very beautifully, sweeping huge landscapes. You'd be on the top of a mountain looking down sheer cliff to a beautiful river below. I think he'll still be scared. And the King Cobra behind me getting ready to go. No, you just think that. I would definitely have wrestling bushes, though. No snake, Hinting though. that there could have been a snake there, but there probably isn't. <laughs> that's that's up to him. <laughs> but he, he thinks it could be a bunny. It could be a mountain goat. You never know, Ken. Yeah. I know. Truth be told, like, I kept looking more into, like, the IMAX enhanced thing and people writing up on it. And I'm pretty sure, like, most people don't know what this even means. Like, they're saying, like, oh, it's a platform, but it's going to be on, like, streaming services. I'm like, where are you people going with this? this?" I'm surprised Sony doesn't really know either. They're like, we don't know what IMAX is doing, but here, let's partner with them. Speaking of film companies that don't know anything, (laughs) turns out out Universal may have been wrong in their uh, $100 million assessment of Trolls World Tour. Could make $100 million, (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) No, the accounting thing is interesting with universal we can never verify exactly how much it made in its premium vod because they don't have to report anything but what 
what's kind of interesting is when you look at the um, the downstream revenue of it, you know, it's going to be premium VOD. Okay, $20, you get it for 48-hour rental. And then traditionally, you would be within a theatrical window of, say, 90 days, and then it would go to DVD sales. Well, DVD sales would be like 20 bucks. Are you really going to spend $20 to buy a movie you just rented for $20? So now you have a $40 investment into it? I don't know. I don't know how many people are really going to want to do that. And then, then the rentals usually go to like the six ninety nine video on demand price for a regular rental. And I can't imagine you wanting to go spend six dollars in addition to something you've already rented for twenty. So it'll be analysts are thinking that it's just not going to equal very much money down the down the road for it. Yeah. And and then the really interesting thing is, um, you know, a lot of movie stars forego up front cost to keep the budgets down so they can participate on the back end profits but if there's no theatrical profits and no way to actually account for how much you actually made you know justin timberlake and anna kendrick are who are supposed to get back end profits i I don't think they won't receive anything but now it's gonna have to be negotiated out because they were not told ahead of time that universal is going to do the video on demand yeah, speaking of these uh, back-end numbers, the just came out this week that uh, Universal's yesterday was a budget of $25 million and grossed $153 million worldwide, which seems like great numbers. Seems right. like there's a lot of room in there to count well, for profitability. $150 million worldwide, and you say they got to keep 60% of that? That's yeah. probably pretty generous because they get to keep a little bit. Yeah. They get they keep less in Europe and way less in China than that. But say they keep sixty percent. What is that? You could call me into math on the air. Yeah. You're, you're my <laughs> That's math not brain. what we do here. We don't do That's math. That's ninety two million dollars. So that should on be on a twenty five million dollar movie. Right. Should be great. Well, they just uh Universal just dropped their net profit participant sheet, which is how they pay off back end numbers. And recorded yesterday as a loss of $88 million. <laughs> Didn't so, Danny Boyle? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's not he, getting paid. He did that movie for $25 million. Danny Boyle is a $5 million director. Right. Minimum. If you want him on your movie, it's $5 bucks. Unless he does it for points on the back end. Yeah. And just like, hey, I love this movie. We need to do it for the Beatles. I get to pick my cast and crew. I'll do it for points on the back end. Turns out he's got to pay Universal for right. him to make this movie. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he got his per diem. Yeah. <laughs> now, this no. one was... Infamous Hollywood accounting. Yeah. No, this one was pretty egregious just because of Universal and Trolls World Tour. Right. Right now. The uh, one for the record books was Harry Potter, Order of the Phoenix. Now, that grossed $942 million worldwide, and Warner Brothers showed it at the very end as a loss of $167 million. It almost made a billion dollars, and they showed it as a loss. Oh, my wow. gosh. They, they they accounted for all the expenses of all the other Harry Potters including, up front in Including that the one. flying dragons yeah. that were real, apparently. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> no, Hollywood accounting is crazy. I just It's such a different industry. I'm sure there's wizardry in all, in all industries with accounting and stuff that you know really shady gray areas but hollywood is just so everybody knows it's what on you another make. level like yeah 
Yeah, that's why you'll be sending all your uh, subscription fees to Silver Screen Insider to the Cayman Islands next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will have a new postal address. <laughs> yeah, Universal's pretty confident in their new strategies going forward, despite these numbers clearly indicating that it makes no sense to do it that way. You know, I I don't know. Well, after an eighty-eight million dollar last player, apparently it doesn't make sense to do it the old way either. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna show it on the side of a building at Universal and see what happens. Right. <laughs> Maybe people will show up. We're gonna make flip books of the movie and hand them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we got anything else, guys? <laughs> No, no, I think that was all of the new stuff. Pooped on Universal. Tom Cruise is making an outer space movie in outer space. And Cody's going to watch To Kill a Mockingbird. That one wouldn't be bad. In, in black and white. I remember watching that in school. Oh, it's off the list then. But how much does she remember? Nope. I remember the trial. Good enough. The... All right, Creepy trial's house. a good scene. <laughs> House next a door. trial. At least she knew it was a trial. She didn't think it was about a bird. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah, it was a bird. Movie. I remember they saved the bird at the end. <laughs> yeah. So what happens in Hunger Games: Walking Day? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you absolutely saw all of those. I didn't. I have not. I didn't read the books. I did not see those movies at all. It's been a long time since I've seen those. I don't remember I didn't... what happened in the last one. I don't know what happens in any of them except she goes as tribute to protect her sister. <laughs> well, you got the gist then. Yeah. Lionsgate wants oh, to make and a... she she lives to the end with her little friend who gave her bread once as a child. And they decide not to kill each other and now they they showed mercy. I think you're right. I Isn't think that's that how, how that end... first one ends. Something like that. Okay. I don't know anything else about the other ones. Well, Lionsgate wants to make a prequel for Hunger Games, so you can go all the way back to the beginning. I know Liam Hemsworth was in them. (laughs) He was. Trying to get on that Hemsworth hype train. Yeah. (laughs) Take it easy. (laughs) Are we choosing a new movie for Cody then? Are we just going to... I can't see the movies. We're going to give her her list. Star Wars. Something you haven't seen. Oh, you clearly haven't been listening to the rules. Darn. <laughs> What's cabaret? I have no idea what cabaret is. No. Liza Minnelli. Oh. <laughs> the African Queen. What's Humphrey that Bogart. One? Is that guy Humphrey Bogart? How how long is that? I don't. I don't have the run times oh. on me. Darn. <laughs> it's only titles and years. Well, That's hum- all we're Humphrey giving. Humphrey Bogart. You. I'm guessing it's short. There's. Tootsie, Dustin Hoffman is a cross-dresser. After how much you loved the first five minutes of Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was so weird to see Patrick Swayze that way. Well, we'll need some. uh, We've got a few suggestions on our Facebook page. John Leguizamo. And Wesley Snipes. Yeah. (laughs) Wesley Snipes. I was a departure for him. I have only ever seen Wesley Snipes as Blade. <laughs> and that now. Those then, are my two references. Then yes, that would definitely be a departure. <laughs> yeah. The largest departure in cinema I know. History. I was really shocked. I was like, what? I thought this was Blade 3. What's going on here? <laughs> that's, no, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> She's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and the trial scene from To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> like, 
well, you know, I see bits and pieces of things. You see bits and pieces of the classics. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned next week to see what Ooh, Cody has chosen Silence and, and Lambs watched. Silence is so good. You so can't. creepy. If you've seen it. You can't watch it again. <laughs> We're trying to add to your list, not just watch the same stuff all over again. I liked the Hannibal movie with, with what, what was his name? The, the French guy. Anyways, I used to have a thing for him. Gaspard Uliel. Yeah. That all was right. before Ken. So, so that, star- was, that was pre-Ken. Yeah. That was pre-Ken. So no Star Wars, no Indiana Joneses, no... What's Chinatown? Ooh, what's some like it hot? Is what's that Chinatown? Fifty nine. I put that. Short. Roman Polanski and Jack Nicholson is Chinatown. Okay. Some like it hot is Marilyn Monroe. I wonder if that's short. She might like some like it hot. A nineteen yeah. a nineteen fifty nine comedy. <laughs> Back when they knew what comedy was. Yeah. <laughs> Take my wife, please. <laughs> Mr. Smith goes to Washington. What's that? Oh, your favorite actor. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Cottonmouth again? <laughs> okay, no thanks. He appears in quite a lot of these. Oh, gosh. His voice was so annoying. And he was like it. such an old man. Ugh. I was not believing that those women were falling in love with him. You better believe it. Ugh. Clearly it <laughs> oh, happened. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest got Jack Nicholson in it. Isn't he psycho? Does it? Did they kill somebody in the sanitarium or whatever? To wait to find out what Cody has chosen and her breakdown on one of the 100 greatest movies saying, it was boring. What's the Maltese Falcon about? Please come back next week. Is that a signing off, Ken? It's, it's time for your plug, Kyle, before Cody goes, ooh, what's that? Maltese okay. Falcon, that sounds interesting. That's a good yeah. idea. Well, thank you for those sticking around at the end of this <laughs> of this riveting commentary up. that we're having. Uh, please check us out on many podcast platforms, as well as at our website, silverscreeninsider.com, where if you're a theater owner or manager and you need a little bit of assistance assistance for your theater, excuse me, then be sure to check us out there. You make it sound like I've not seen any movies. I've well, seen a lot of movies. Good, We're critically not... acclaimed films. <laughs> I am going to make a list of all the movies I have seen. I'm pretty sure you have, and it was like four. <laughs> so many. Kai, you were barely around in the 90s. When we, when I, I felt the, like I caught up. This is barely around in the 90s, of which there are four movies on this list from the 90s. <laughs> Maybe I should watch Spartacus. Is that one short? 1960? Please send your subscriptions okay. to, or your subscriptions. Ugh, please send any ideas to our podcast <laughs> post on Facebook. We've already gotten yeah. a few that we'll add to the list. Stick Pizza was the one that I was like, yeah, we should do that one. <laughs> Julia you don't Roberts. get to eat pizza while you're watching it. It's just the name of the movie. I mean, you could if you want don't to. Don't they but... like hang out in a pizza joint? Is that where one of the places t- things take place? High Noon was not s- only filmed at noon. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> All right, I'll be okay. the one. I'm signing this off. <laughs> Until next time. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.